Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel. We are on day 196, which brings us to Numbers chapter 10. Numbers chapter 10. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word, which day by day has riches and treasures of wisdom and knowledge and truth and beauty for us. Father, write your word on our hearts today by your spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Numbers chapter 10. <clears throat> the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Make two silver trumpets. Of hammered work you shall make them, and you shall use them for summoning the congregation and for breaking camp. And when both are blown, all the congregation shall gather themselves to you at the entrance of the tent of meeting. But if they blow only one, then the chiefs, the heads of the tribes of Israel, shall gather themselves to you. When you blow an alarm, the camps that are on the east side shall set out. And when you blow an alarm the second time, the camps that are on the south side shall set out. An alarm is to be blown whenever they are to set out. But when the assembly is to be gathered together, you shall blow a long blast, but you shall not sound an alarm. And the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow the trumpets. The trumpets shall be to you for a perpetual statute throughout your generations. And when you go to war in your land against the adversary who oppresses you, then you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets, that you may be remembered before the Lord your God, and you shall be saved from your enemies. On the day of your gladness also, and at your appointed feasts, and at the beginnings of your months, you shall blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings. They shall be a reminder of you before your God. I am the Lord your God. In the second year, in the second month, on the twentieth day of the month, the cloud lifted from over the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, and the people of Israel set out by stages from the wilderness of Sinai. And the clouds settled down in the wilderness of Paran. They set out for the first time at the command of the Lord by Moses. The standard of the camp of the people of Judah set out first by their companies, and over their company was Nashan, the son of Aminadab. And over the company of the tribe of the people of Issachar was Nathanael, the son of Zoar, Zuar. And over the company of the tribe of the people of Zebulun was Eliab, the son of Helon. And when the tabernacle was taken down, the sons of Gershon and the sons of Merari, who carried the tabernacle, set out. And the standard of the camp of Reuben set out by their companies, and over their company was Eliezer, the son of Shedir. And over the company of the tribe of the people of Simeon was Shalumiel, the son of Zerishaddai. And over the, people of the, over the company of the tribe of the people of Gad was Eli <coughs> Eliasaph, the son of Duel. Then the Kohathites set out, carrying the holy things, and the tabernacle was set up before their arrival. And the standard of the camp of the people of Ephraim set out by their companies, and over their company was Elishama, the son of Amahud, and over the company of the tribe of the people of Manasseh was Gamaliel, son of Pedazer, and over the company of the tribe of the people of Benjamin was Abadan, the son of Gideonai. Then the standard of the camp of the people of Dan, 
acting as the rear guard of all the camps set out by their companies. And over their company was Ahiezer, the son of Amashaddai. And over the company of the tribe of the people of Asher was Pagiel, son of Akran. And over the company of the tribe of the people of Naphtali was Ahira, the son of Enan. This was the order of the march of the people of Israel by their companies when they set out. And Moses said to Hobab, the son of Ruel, the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, We are setting out for the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will do good to you, for the Lord has promised good to Israel. But he said to him, I will not go. I will depart to my own land and to my kindred. And he said, Please do not leave us, for you know where we should camp in the wilderness, and you will serve as eyes for us. And if you do go with us, whatever good the Lord will do to us, the same we will do to you. So they set out from the Mount of the Lord three days' journey. And the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them three days' journey to seek out a resting place for them. And the cloud of the Lord was over them by day, whenever they set out from the camp. And whenever the Ark set out, Moses said, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered, and let those who hate you flee before you. And when it rested, he said, Return, O Lord, to the ten thousand thousands of Israel. That is Numbers chapter 10 in the English Standard Version. So we come to Numbers chapter 10, and we come to the making of these two silver trumpets, which are a very special use. And then we come to the first time when the people, after having built the tabernacle, gather up everything and they set out. So we begin with the making of the silver trumpets. So... This is to be a reminder to the people that they are under the Lord's command. It has a practical purpose in that it allows for communication with a vast number of people. These were large silver trumpets that were blown by the sons of Aaron, and they would make a loud blast that could be heard throughout the camps, and communication would would be very quick and very effective that way. But it was also served a theological purpose. So the practical purpose, quick and easy communication. The theological purpose is to remind Israel that they are under the command of the Lord. It was the sons of Aaron, the priests, who would blow the trumpet. Because the priests represented the voice of God to the people. They were covenant mediators between God and his people. And so it was very vitally important that the people not only have quick and effective communication, but that they know that they are under the command of the Lord. Anytime I read about trumpets in scripture, it reminds me of that coming day when the last trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will be raised and we will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air as he comes to judge the world. That day is coming, the day of the Lord, when the final trumpet sounds. And a trumpet because we are under God's command. And so at God's command, the dead will be raised at God's command. We would be caught up to meet Christ as he comes to judge the world on that final day, which is coming soon, very soon, anytime. So we have the second year, the second month, the 20th day of the month is when they get up and leave. Now, remember, if you remember these chapters, it was the second year on the first day that they completed the tabernacle. And then it was the 14th day of that first month of the second year that they celebrated the Passover. 
And then in the second month, on the 14th day, was when the unclean could celebrate the Passover. So now it's like right after the conclusion of that, you have the 20th day of the month, and this is when the people are going to set out. And they set out in order, in the order that God has laid out for them. For they are the people of God, and their lives are ordered by the word of God, and not by their own desires. It shows us the center is... The center is the tabernacle and the holy things in particular. And yet, even though the tabernacle and the holy things are set out in the center, it's the ark of the covenant of the Lord who goes before them. So this shows us two things at once. They, they as a people are to be worship centric. They are to be, you know, centered around the gathering for worship. And that should be, they should be protecting the holy things, but also the Lord protects them and the Lord goes before them and the Lord leads them. And so while they are to guard the things of God, God is leading and guarding them. So that's important to know both of those things. So we as the church are called to keep the holy things holy, to guard the worship of God, to guard the sacraments and the word preached and the right worship of God and the right ministry of God's word among his people. But even though we guard those things, we can then be sort of subtly led into thinking, well, we're the one who's really, you know, keeping and protecting. No, 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 no. God is really the one who's keeping and protecting us. And God is the one who's leading and providing for us. So God leads us to our place of rest. God leads us to the place where we should be. And so you also have the cloud of the Lord that is over them by day whenever they set out from the camp. So while they were charged with guarding and keeping the holy things, that doesn't mean they're guarding and keeping God. God is leading and guarding and keeping them. And I love these words from Moses when the ark sets out and when it rests. Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered and let those who hate you flee before you. So the Lord goes on before them. Arise, O Lord, let your enemies be scattered. And then when the Lord finds them a place of rest, they settle there and he says, return, O Lord to the 10,000 thousands of Israel. We need God's leadership and protection, and we need God's presence. So in mission, in evangelism, in church planting, in, in going out from the worship service to be ambassadors for Christ in the world, we need the Lord's leading, we need his guiding, we need his protecting, but we also need to rest in the Lord. And we do that on the Lord's day in the morning when we gather together for worship, we need to return to the Lord and rest in the Lord. We need God to meet with us to make our worship of him meaningful. I think we have pictures of that in these words from Moses. Let's pray. Father, thank you for being with us as our God. Thank you for the, for the calling that we have in your church to guard the holy things and to safeguard the right worship of God, the right preaching of your word, the right teaching of your gospel and your word discipleship. These are things that you've given to us and that we are stewards over. We need to care for them. And yet you are the one who cares for us. You are the one who leads us. You are the one who blesses us. You're the one who defeats our enemies and gives us rest. So help us to rest in you. We praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, that is Numbers chapter 10. And tomorrow we're going to continue. We get to day number 197. And that is going to bring us back to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 4 is on tap tomorrow. Hope you can join us for that. And of course, as always, I hope you have a blessed day in the Lord. Mm -hmm.